0: All right, everyone. This is the second half of our pocket thoughts episode. And, you know, I don't think Joey commonly joins us in the second half, but I would really like it if he joins us this week. Joey, are you fine with that?
1: If you guys want me to, I can.
0: Because I'd like to get your perspective. So number one, I, I think just we should talk about the pricing thing that I brought up with Brady, because I think based on our communication and the fact that i haven't seen like any blogs actually uploaded or anything like that we had a busy week but even if we were chipping away at stuff we didn't get it uploaded because i know i made some videos and stuff i just haven't had time to push it to the site i almost want to create a little bit of a queue that i can just constantly build from you know and just constantly push so we don't fall behind but yeah we'll keep pushing all that stuff brady is that the same thing for you were you just kind of chipping away on things?
2: Yeah, um, so I'm I'm still not done with Lesson 4. Oh, um, dang
0: it. We forgot to have you send Lesson 1 to all of us. That's what we were supposed to do this week. Shit, I, and I've got those. I, I'll do that right I know, now. I know.
2: Do you guys want 1 through 3?
0: I You, and you, right you can, sure, yeah. Okay. But we'll and just start two. with Lesson 1. So our task this week is to read Lesson 1 and give feedback. Yeah, do you have anything beyond that, Brady? Like, I'm not saying, be, like, do you have anything uh, to say beyond that?
2: Then I just, then I, no, I don't have anything to say. I just have the,
0: uh, just have a blog. You do have one? Yep. Sweet. Push that up and I'll upload that. I guess before we get into it, Brandon, do you have anything? Brandon, you've been, I've still been very happy with you. You do a good job. You're doing a lot better. Thank you trying. I'm proud for of you. you. And the world. I'm proud um, of you.
1: No, I don't. Well,
0: dude, I really like this one. Yeah, yeah, that was that was a good one. You think there's too much text? Um, maybe a little. I'd probably make it a little, a little bigger and <laughs> put a little put more in the. the
2: put that up to the screen again. And that put,
0: and put more in the uh, the actual
1: notes. Okay.
2: Dude, that's you made that. Yeah. That's sick. What
1: nice. do you make it on Keynote? Yeah, I'm just I use Keynote for everything now. I love it.
0: No, it's really cool. Brady. Look
1: at this. Okay, there's
0: one.
2: Wait, hold on. You're not showing up on my video right now. Oh, there we go. There's one.
0: And for everyone listening to this, just look at the video. There's two. And we're looking at Brandon's podcast right now. The videos are sweet. But he's got videos like that now. There's another, there's a quote.
2: Yo, these are these
0: are awesome. I haven't been on Instagram there's in probably months. There's a quote.
2: Holy shit! Here's
0: another infographic. What you make these on? What? You know? in Another video. He's killing it,
2: dude. Those are those are you want? You, you upped your game. Where should we put this this lesson? I guess put
0: it in the uh, actual one that we're all part of. Yeah, I know, but what like?
2: Do we have? We've got
0: called lessons.
2: I mean, we do, but just make a
1: new folder. Yeah. I'm just going to say new lessons. Yeah. My only thing, if you guys want to send me those like personal video type things. Remember, you got to ask. I know. That's why I I am asking now.
0: (laughs) We'll ask what you want us to touch on.
1: Oh, duh. Okay. That's right. All right. I'll do that this week.
0: That's good. I like that. Yeah, that's sweet. You know, I think if you consistently make content like that for the next 12 months, dang, that's going to be baller. That is gonna be baller.
2: Those are really those are really, really cool.
0: Yeah. That's yeah. gonna be helpful. Um anything else from you? Nope. Good work. The thing that I wanted to bring up was I brought something up to Brady last week. Pricing. So in the book Good to Great, it's a a book where essentially I don't know if the main the author just has a boatload of money or what. Do you know Brady? I'd assume I he just has a bunch of money, but they basically had a team of like seven to 10 people just spend like five years analyzing great companies and seeing what differentiated or made them different from good companies. So essentially like a good company was still a company that IPO. So like they were still a billion dollar company, but the great companies They were companies that IPO'd and were performing like seven to 10 plus times the average market share. And it wasn't just performing that well for one year, it was performing that well for 10 to 15 years. That's how long they had to perform that well. So, like, so they just did a ton of research and they were looking at all these companies and what made them unique. And one of the companies, they did this essentially like, pick your own pricing model. So, I still need to do more research, but I also still love the concept, and I think we just need to think through how we would do it. But, essentially, this company, they would deliver the service, and then they would send a bill. And the invoice would essentially say, like, your service was $10,000, or in their case, it was like a half a million dollars, and they would ask like 10 questions, saying this is what we were supposed to deliver, answer yes or no to if we delivered it. And if the company did not feel they were delivered that promise, they would say no, and the invoice would say how much they could take off of their bill. So essentially at the end of that, they would get, the company X, the one that was sending the bill, the invoice, would get the invoice back from the company they were serving And they would see that they wanted $100,000 off because they didn't perform well here, here, and here. And what they got out of it is they got instant feedback from their customer. They also made the customer happy because the customer wasn't happy with some of the product or service, yet they weren't unhappy anymore because they just deducted it from the price. And... It basically gave them a cycle of quick, constant learning while also making sure like, you know, their customer was constantly happy. So I was thinking about it from a perspective that we could maybe make the Educating Entrepreneurs course more expensive again and say it's like, I don't know, 100, 200, 300 bucks. But then say like, here's the deal, guys. We sell this thing for 300 bucks but we care most about providing you value. Therefore, at the end of this thing, you're going to be able to choose your price. And this is what we are hoping to deliver. Like in the first course, we're hoping to make sure we help you find your passion. We're hoping to like help you get over that fear of failure. We're hoping to help you get over um, or we're trying to teach you how to network. We're trying to teach you how to find mentors. Whatever those pieces are, and then maybe the lesson, maybe there's four, maybe there's 10, whatever the amount of lessons there are, and they just check yes or no after each of those things. And if we delivered all 10, that that course cost 300 bucks. If we delivered seven out of 10, that course cost whatever the math is, 225. I don't know what the math is. Joey's good at finance. You're right. That was such dumb math, 210. Um, But essentially, I think that would, number one, be kind of... Fun to push a product like that, sales-wise. It'd be kind of fun to promote. Number two, it would allow us to instantly figure out what we needed to prove upon in our courses. And number three, we just would never piss off a student, essentially. So that's what I'm thinking about. That's what I would like us to talk about quick before we move on with our Merry
1: Nights. Do you think... And I think we kind of talked about this before with like people just ripping off the product Um, when we give it available to them. Do you think people could just give low scores, still find value in it, but give low scores just to get money back? Or is that just kind of on the honor system of actually staying true to you giving, you giving, you, we're helping you, you help us and give us the feedback that we actually need?
0: So I actually think from a scalability perspective, I mean, I don't think it's scalable at the beginning, but I don't think we have to worry about being scalable at the beginning. How I actually think it would be set up is they would pay the $300 up front because I'm just thinking about like what we can do development wise. And they would just pay the 300 up front. And then at the end of the course, they would basically just send us an email saying, we've, we completed the course, whatever. And if they go through that extra effort of saying, we completed the course, we would like to give like the feedback form and decide if we want to get money off or whatever, we just send them an email and say, or we just send them like a Google form, for example. So we don't even need to build anything. We just have a Google form link. They would go to that link and they would just click yes or no in each of the section. And based off of those yes or nos, like we would basically, there'd be a pop-up at the end of that Google form saying, we really appreciate the feedback. We are genuinely sorry that you didn't like something. And please give us your phone number and we'll give you a call tomorrow. I think that gives us the ability to connect with our customer. And I know it's not scalable and we'd have to talk to them really quick. But the fact that we're gonna give them a call, like it's gonna be easy to flush out if these guys are just douchers or these are like legitimate, like, here's the thing, I really the SDS test really didn't work for me. And it's like, okay. Like, that's not a problem. It doesn't work for everyone, and we're trying our best, and it didn't work for you, so we don't want you to have to pay for it. And it doesn't cost us anything, you know, it doesn't cost us anything when they say, hey, you know, I didn't like that course, and I want 200 of the 300 back. Like, the course is sitting there. We already did the work for it. Like, at this point, it'll just sit there and be every transaction is free, you know, besides a little bit of time. So at least that would be my thought. That would be my opinion on it. And I think like when we're on the phone with them, we can even get a little more feedback. Like, what do you want? Like, how could we improve it? And I think it could just be at the beginning when we'd only have 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 students. I think it's a very scalable thing to manage. I mean, granted down the line, if we're pushing like 10,000 students a year, then... Yeah, then I think it changes, but at 10,000 students a year, then we have the money to make it automated, and then we're also getting huge data sets of feedback
1: that we can play with and perfect. Yeah, I think having a plan going into that is super helpful just for, not only for us, but for other people to hear just how to go about doing something like that, because yeah, there are douchers, as you would say, but having something to back it up and knowing what you're getting into with that is helpful for you and for others
2: i think it's a really interesting idea i think i think if we did it my take would be if we did like the model where people pay up front and then get money back my take would be that we that we have to get feedback from them like both through a form and the phone because i in that in that case i think it's worth like giving them like giving money back cause that's just as important like getting that feedback otherwise i just i don't think like if we give all their money back and don't get any candid feedback, like I don't think that's gonna be any, like very helpful to us. Um, I agree one hundred percent. Because otherwise, in my in my case, like if we're not we don't we don't want to like force the function, but in, in a little bit we do. Like if we're not forcing feedback and we're not like guaranteeing getting feedback for it, then in my opinion, we might as well just make it a free course and say like take it and just let us know what you think. Um, yeah, well, that's that's why I said, or that, that's why I believe it has to be structured that way.
0: Or else it just shouldn't do it.
2: Yep, yep. Because no, that's
0: I, really the only value add.
2: Yeah, no, I think I, I think if we if we structure like if we're very clear and structured about it, then I'm I'm fine doing that. Um, but that that's my that would be like my my only concern because otherwise, like, might as well just give it away for free. Yeah, uh, I agree. But like, if 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 we have like a very clear, like, here's the feedback we want after the course. And you choose what you pay, and if we get like a form filled out and we get a phone call, then like the 100% complimentary. If you don't think it's if worthwhile or whatever, whatever you like, whatever it is, mm-hmm. as long as we're getting that feedback, really don't care um, what what the outcome is. Okay.
0: Cheers. But you but, but you like the idea of exploring it potentially?
2: I'm totally fine. Yep, yeah, totally fine with it. As long as we have the proper. Yeah. So so truth truthfully, my, my my only concern with doing that over the free route is that and this is what I, I don't know because I, I just never heard any or seen anything like this. Um but if we have a course that costs whatever, like a hundred bucks or three hundred bucks or whatever, we might get ten or even like five paying customers where if it was free, we might get like a hundred customers. Yes, we're gonna have the problem of maybe those hundred customers are less bought in, but I think we'd get more more traffic through the site. If it was free, even if we had like the disclaimer of like, you can get all your money back. Because I think even if I saw that, I'd be a little bit skeptical because places don't do that, right? Mm -hmm. So even if we're like very honest and have good intentions about it, I think people might be skeptical about it. I think it'd have to be a very honest, straightforward video
0: of the founders sitting there saying, hey, this payment model is
2: not commonly seen and this is why we're doing it. I agree with you. I just getting people to buy into that. Like it's still money people. I know. I know. I know.
0: And that's just, that's, but that's it. So a this is lunch. the reason why I brought it up is because, well, I mean, obviously the feedback, but I just, maybe it doesn't have to be any more expensive, but we talked about the potential of just still charging something for the course, yep. right? Whether it was 10 or 12 or 20 bucks. Yep. Like whether we went with 300, or 20 I would still kind of like this structure I just from the standpoint of getting a bunch of feedback
2: yeah as long as we structure it correctly I'm, I'm on board with that too I, I I'm 100% on board with uh as long as that it's structured was, right. that was that was my concern with with like a
0: $300 ask so yeah I didn't I honestly I should have been more clear about yeah, what I was no,
2: so so that's yeah I, I'm fully on board with that as long as we structure it correctly and we're getting the feedback yeah
0: cool because
2: that's really all I, I just figured if we're
0: charging anything at all, we should get feedback. Yep, uh, yep I agree. I agree, I agree. Yeah, baby. And eventually once we actually complete like one lesson, I mean one module essentially, then we'll be able to look at it and be like, what is this module worth? Yeah. Okay, cool. Then so we'll keep plugging away on those same things. Yeah. Okay. All right, bye. See you guys.